Mask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, podcasters of all ages, welcome to the Jeff Niptuck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Nitupski. I'm a local real estate agent and broker in the Tampa Bay area. I'm a Marine Corps veteran and a community leader. My show is about real estate. Today's episode is going to be about how to price your home correctly to A, sell for the most amount of money, and B, sell it in the quickest amount of time. Please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. You can find me at ritampabay.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and all the fine places podcasts are heard. Let's jump right into it. So you're getting ready to sell your home. You're at that point where you have to pick the price and what you want to list it for. Now I know what you're thinking. Your house and the house across the street, exactly the same. You want to price your house at the same price the house across the street priced it for because you heard they got $350,000 and you swear your house is worth $350,000. That may be true. It may be wrong. Let me tell you the problems you could run into. It's not about what you think the house is worth, what I think the house is worth, or what the person across the street's house is listed for. It's about what the appraiser thinks your house is worth. Now, this is important. What an appraiser does is they're going to come and look at your home, check the condition of your home out, verify the specs. By specs, I mean how many bedrooms, how many baths, how many square feet you have. Um, They're going to look at nearby homes that have sold. You've heard this term before, comps or comparables. Call it what you want, but essentially they're houses that are similar to yours. Across the street, you heard they got $350,000. Truth of the matter is, they did. What you fail to take into consideration is they have a pool and you don't. The appraiser will take that into consideration. What happens quite often is folks list their house for way more than it's going to be worth. We get it under contract. We go through the inspection period. We get to the appraisal part of the process. Appraiser comes out and says, no, your house isn't worth $350,000. It's only worth $325,000. You don't have a pool. Now we have a problem. We need to renegotiate the contract. This is where things tend to fall apart. You as the homeowner, you listed it for $350,000. You want $350,000, and that's where you're at. The buyer, though, who's getting a mortgage to purchase your home, they're only going to be able to give you $325,000 because the bank is only going to lend them on the appraised value of your home. This is why this becomes so critical that we take into consideration more than just our thoughts and feelings. There's algorithms, there's math, there's a science to putting together a correct price of your home. Allow me to break it down for you. The very first thing the appraiser is going to do is they want to see how many permitted bedrooms you have in your house, how many permitted bathrooms you have in your house. 
I say that because quite often, you know, during the last 20, 30, 40 years, we've converted garages, we've converted laundry rooms to turn into bedrooms. But if they're not permitted, if they're not in a property appraiser, you may not have a four bedroom, two bath house that you think you do. You might actually only have a three bedroom, two bath house with an extra room. Call it a den, call it an office, call it what you will. If it wasn't permitted, if it's not in the records, the appraiser isn't going to call it a bedroom. The next thing the appraiser is going to look at is how many heated square feet your house is. What I mean by that is each room that you have air conditioning and a heat vent going into, they're looking at that. You may have some laundry rooms. You may have some extra rooms that are not heated square feet. That is not going to count towards your appraisal value. Here's why heated square feet matters. You often hear price per square foot. This house is selling for $200 per square foot. This house is going for $300 per square foot. Your heated square foot is what they're actually going and basing that off of. So if you live in a neighborhood and your house is only 1,200 square feet and the houses are selling for you know $100 per square foot, you're, you're looking at $120,000, give or take. Next thing the appraiser is going to look at is the condition of your home. They want to see the grades that you finished your home in. So if your house has a dilapidated roof, falling apart structure, the foundations just in shambles, your home's not going to be as valuable. But on the flip side, let's say you put a new roof on. Let's say you did new windows on your home. The appraiser takes these into account and that helps with your value. Other items that help with the value of your home and probably the two most critical areas of your home, kitchen, bathroom. You could remodel your kitchen and you're going to add tremendous value to your house. You could remodel your kitchen and put in top finishes. So instead of an average countertop and average cabinets, you put in hardwood shaker style cabinets. You put in granite countertops. The house across the street from you who did an average remodel is not going to be as valuable as your remodel. Putting those finishing grades of higher quality in the eyes of the appraiser makes your home a little bit more valuable. So when you are putting in and doing remodels and additions, don't be afraid to go name brand. Everything matters. A recommendation I have for you is when you do remodel your home, keep a list of what improvements you made to your home, keep receipts, as well as know what brand you put in. If you put in a better brand of a fridge, let's say you put in stainless steel appliances and, and they're all GE, great. That's going to help with your value. But if you have three different styles of appliances in there that are knockoff brands, you're not going to get as much value. The same goes for your ceiling fans. The same goes for your floors, your light fixtures. Name brands matter when it comes to what the appraisals, the appraisers uh, value your home at. So they're looking at how many bedrooms and bathrooms you have. They're looking at the condition of your house. They're looking at the type of improvements you did on your home. Once the appraiser gathers all this information, they go back and they use very intricate spreadsheets to assign a value to your home. People don't realize there's actually a math and a science when it comes to determining how much your house 
should sell for. I have access to these spreadsheets. I actually put these spreadsheets together for my sellers. When we have our listing appointment and when we talk about pricing, I'm gonna show them what the appraiser is gonna be looking at and I'm gonna give you a couple different pricing ideas. Ultimately, you can price the house wherever you want. Does that mean it's gonna sell? Nope. If you price your home correctly, according to the systems that I have in place, based off of what the last checkbox says and the last checkbox of selling your house is gonna be the appraiser, you allow me to price your house according to what the appraiser wants, we're gonna sell it quicker, we're gonna sell for more money. Here's what I mean by that. You wanna sell your house for 375, but I think it's only worth 350. You say listen for 375, okay, great. We listen for 375, we're overpriced, we're not getting showings, we're not getting offers. Now, you have to start lowering your value. No, I'm sorry. You have to start lowering the price of your house. A good price drop is at least 5%. What often happens when folks overprice their houses is we start at 375. I wanted them at 350. We couldn't sell it at 375, so we then lowered to 350. However, we've been on the market for a couple months at this point, maybe a couple weeks your listing has become stale. It's not as valuable because it's not as new. Now we're at 350 a month later and we're still not getting our offers in that we want. Or maybe we're getting offers in, but they're gonna come in below to 350. The problem and the situation that was created, we put a house on the market for too much money. Once we get it at the point where it should have been listed at, now it's no longer a new, attractive, fancy, shiny, home for sale it's a stale product most likely and in my experiences overpriced homes sell for less than they would have had we priced it right the first time if you want to learn more about how to price your home right the first time please reach out to me my phone number 813-263-7033 you can also find me on my website soldbyniptuck.com Heck, even reach out to me on Facebook, Jeff Niptuck, add me as a friend, send me a message, any questions you may have about pricing your home, any questions you may have about real estate in general, feel free to reach out. Folks, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Jeff Niptuck podcast today. As always, please check me out on ritampabay.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitchers, and all the fine places podcasts are heard. See you next week. This is an Ian Beckles flavor in your ear quick fix on Radio Influence. Our president is now making decisions without asking anybody. He's just making decisions. He don't give a rat's ass what anybody says. He doesn't care what Republicans, Democrats, the House, he doesn't care. He's making decisions and he doesn't care. There's still people on Donald Trump's side. Okay, there's usually two sides to everything. There was two sides to the election. It's deep into this shit for there not to be. There's one side now. Okay, it should be it should be right, wrong. 
and it's becoming right and wrong, and it's becoming Donald Trump and the United States. Every decision that Donald Trump makes is good for him and not the United States. That's a problem. You can find Ian Beckles Flavor in Your Ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.